Welcome to the Career by Design podcast. I'm your host, Prayer. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to design the career of your dreams while feeling empowered. I'll be sharing inspirations and strategies that will help you get results. Hi, everybody. My name is Prayer. And welcome to this episode of Career by Design. And today we've got a really special guest with us, Samantha. And she is going to be talking with me all about if you've been thinking about leaving your corporate job, but you want to start your own service-based business. So last time we talked to Ginny and we talked about how do you quit. This episode is all about quitting, but then moving into, let's say, coaching, Um, or having any other service-based business. So with that, Samantha, I would love it if you could take, you know, just a a minute or so and introduce yourself. Thanks for having me, Prayer. So I'm Samantha Miles, and I am a copywriter, which basically means that for personal brands, I will write the words that compel people to buy from them, more or less. I had a seven-plus-year career in the biomedical industry and quality. And it was a very kind of serious nine to five type of deal. And I decided to quit that uh, this past year in 2021 and move on to doing copywriting full time, which was something I had only been doing very, very loosely freelance before that for a few years. Congratulations. That is so, so exciting. And I know it's going to be really exciting for the listeners to hear about this as well. You know, there's so many reasons, I think, especially since the pandemic, people are thinking about leaving their jobs. And I think the number one reason why is that I think people are looking for flexibility and freedom. People don't necessarily want to keep steady, always be working 40 hours a week, And having that, you know, I would say restriction of needing to take certain meetings, needing to be at their desk. And when you do move into having your service-based business, what I would say is that you've got more flexibility, but of course, you're still going to be working with clients. You have to generate your sales. And so I'm curious for you, Samantha, what was your reason when you thought about leaving the corporate world behind and really going all in on your business? So I did want flexibility, um, just the ability to set meetings on my own schedule around caretaking and family needs. So actually what happened was that I was in a position where I had to meet with all of these high-level VPs at my corporate job. And on this one particular day, I was struggling with really severe morning sickness because I'm pregnant with my second daughter. And I called in sick to work, but because of my deliverables, I still had to call in to two different meetings, vomiting on mute. before being introduced. So that was eye-opening for me. And I thought, I just, I cannot keep doing this. Uh, I need to be able to work on my own terms. So that was kind of where the seed got planted that I needed to get out of there immediately. And I feel that so deeply. I mean, I have been through similar experiences as well. I remember one time I live in Washington, DC. I flew out to the West Coast And, um, you know, it was a really seven hour flight cramped, you know, in the last row in economy. (laughs) And I was so sick 
when I got off the plane and just throwing up, I couldn't get off the bed. I had severe migraines. I was just really, really sick. And I had a client presentation the next day and I made it. I took the medicine that I needed to. I was just like, you know what? It has to be done because it was so important and there's no one else. And I think that you're so right, Samantha, that even when we have time off and we have PTO and sick days, truly sometimes in the corporate world, there's nobody else. You need to do it. Even if you're not feeling well, even if whatever it is, you just have to go out there and perform. There's a lot of expectation around that. And you really don't have all of this control like you'd like to have. And these are even considering that you might be remote. And for you as a mother and going through that pregnancy, I feel that so deeply. It's just not a very, very good feeling. So you decided that was it. You were going to put up your boundaries. And then what happened? Tell me a little bit more about, you know, stepping into the business. How did it feel? Did you feel like you did have more control over your time? Yeah. So it was kind of really scary at first because I'm kind of a people pleaser. So I, (laughs) I was having a hard time wanting to quit my job. But actually going back a little bit leading up to this, I knew ultimately that like I didn't have control before that situation arose. And I, I wanted to slowly emerge out of it, which is why I was kind of doing the freelancing on the side. So I had, when the pandemic started, I ended up moving in with my parents so that I could save money on childcare and on housing somewhat to be able to quit when I saw an out. And that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. But in order to be able to have the savings, that's what I did. So I had a little bit of cushion so I wouldn't be operating from that kind of energy of desperation when I did get out. And then also the thing that I thought was so fundamental to my being able to get as many clients as I have and be successful was having a support system outside of, you know, just my family helping me out, having a community of like-minded people. So I joined a mastermind, um, which was kind of a big investment for me, but it helped me to solidify the decision to get out of my corporate job, which I don't know if I would have had the courage to do if I hadn't just made a big investment and put my foot down. There are so many good nuggets in there, Samantha. So the first thing that you talked about is doing whatever you can. You set up your personal life so that you're not operating from a place of desperation. And I think that's a really great place to start, right? Because what happens sometimes is that you've got your corporate income and now you maybe have launched a business and you leave your corporate and go full time into your business, but you don't have that income. And that creates so much pressure on you. And sometimes that pressure is palpable. It comes through in your client consultations, when you're selling to clients, when you're working with clients, and it's almost too much. So I think that's a really smart move in terms of looking at your lifestyle, seeing and looking for opportunities of scaling back, right? Like you said, looking at, is there something around childcare, looking at housing and considering that. And I I think that's something that I strongly recommend to all of you doing that is looking at where you can cut your expenses 
So again, this is not about living on the bare minimum, but just cutting them back because there is going to be for many of you, a difference between your corporate income and your business until you ramp up and you want to feel so comfortable, right? You want to feel really good when you're helping clients. And you also want to feel like those clients are a match for you, right? You never want to be in that position where you're saying yes to taking on clients just because you know that you need the money and you need your business to grow. So I think that's really, really important to do. The other thing that I would say is that with a community, with support, again, you know, there is a podcast that I've done on this before. It's so important. Sometimes when you think that you're the only one going through this, it's really hard to say yes to your dreams. So you want to make sure that you get support, that you get support from a coach, that you join a mastermind where there's other women like you, other people like you, and that's going to really help strengthen that decision. Now, once you did all of that, now I think you're a couple of months in, right, to, to your business. Tell me how your feelings have shifted, right? Like, do you feel that you have that freedom now? Do you feel like you can spend the time that you wanted with your child? Do you feel like there's more room in terms of you caring for yourself during your pregnancy? Yeah, definitely. Um, that was one of the main things that I needed to take care of was being able to eat when I needed to eat and eat healthy foods that I prepared myself. And so just being able to, you know, step away, not having meeting after meeting after meeting, I was able to kind of stay more on top of the nausea aspect and just take care of myself. And I've been able to take two mile walks every day with my sister at lunchtime, which has helped both of our health and wellness. Yeah. And as far as watching my daughter, so since my parents are watching her and obviously there's the raging pandemic going on right now, um, there would be instances where they would go out and get exposed and it would be like, oh no, what do I do for the next several days if I have to watch her because of circumstances beyond my control? But now I'm able to just like this week, I'm able to say, I'm not going to be working as hard this week and I'll just fit in whatever I can and it's fine and I don't have to stress about it. So that's been huge for me. I love that. And so Samantha, if somebody is looking to start their own business and they're thinking about it, but like you, they're scared, what's the advice that you would give them? Well, first of all, the corporate world is always going to be there. You can always go back to it. Um, I would say if you can try to build up a little cushion so that it's not like a really harsh reality when you start and everything doesn't immediately take off because you want you you need to be able to build things up slowly and strategically and yeah that way you won't be tempted to immediately go back to the corporate world and deem yourself a failure but i would definitely like we've touched on recommend seeing where you can cut back leading up to when you're going to leave so that you will have the support that you need. And also, yeah, like joining the mastermind was really big for me because it takes something that isn't yet a reality. And when you're steeping yourself in other people's experiences who are doing the thing that you want to do already, it really builds it up as something real and tangible in your mind, as opposed to what you've previously known, if it's only just the corporate world. 
That is such a good tidbit about, you know, being steeped in that experience that you're not used to, because again, I think our brain really loves to look for past evidence. And so if there's something brand new that you've never done before, like start a business, your brain has a tough time understanding what would that look like, right? And that promotes challenges. And I do want to say something else. So we were chatting about this before we started recording, but what Samantha told me, which is really, really interesting is that, so she started her business before she quit her corporate, but she didn't wait to have necessarily like a significant or a certain amount of income in her business before she quit. And I just want to highlight that point. Because there's so many ways to go about this. I know that there's people out there that say, I want to see a consistent amount of income coming in my business and then I'll quit. But the reality is a lot of us do have demanding jobs, full-time, corporate, and it's not possible. Even if we run a business, it isn't necessarily possible for us to get to a certain level in our business because even when we're, you know, quote unquote, off the clock or we're not taking meetings, that corporate job is taking up a lot of mental space and energy right? And we can't devote that time and that creativity to our business in the way that we should. And so sometimes you can't wait to have a certain income in your business to quit. And that's exactly what Samantha did. So Samantha, I'd like you to tell me a little bit more about when you quit, that's really when you started ramping up your income. Yep, exactly. Um, So before I like considered myself like a weekend warrior type, but honestly, it wasn't getting me anywhere And the few clients that I did have, they had to work during the weekdays and that's when they would expect me to be available. So it would require like taking PTO, things like that in order to be able to work around it. And so I just didn't do it very much because first and foremost, my income was coming from my corporate job. So I didn't feel um, ready to sacrifice that while I was, you know, in the thick of it. And having to have all this mental bandwidth taken up by, you know, very specific stuff unrelated to that freelancing business. And it became clear after, you know, a couple of years of doing this, like my business was never going to take off to the level where I would feel, quote, comfortable enough to quit just from my side hustle gig. It was going to have to come from me strategically saving up in order to get out of working the 40 plus hour a week work week with my corporate job. That makes so much sense. Samantha, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for helping our listeners, for being on the show. I think this was a really interesting and important lesson about going into entrepreneurship, especially if you are working full time. So I want to thank you again. And for the listeners, if you're looking for extra support and you're looking for that mentorship, talk to me about joining CEO of your life. Um, And there is a link in the show notes. Thank you. Thanks, prayer. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Career by Design podcast. I hope that the strategies I shared today will help you on your journey to an amazing career. Be sure to check in next week for another episode. And for more tips, follow me on Instagram under inspiration underscore careers.